Hello, and welcome to Iacon Underground Radio for Halloween Week 2019. This is Jen. And David. I actually, uh, we, we will get to, first we are going to discuss, uh, some exciting, maybe shrug news that, uh, came out of a big convention in London this week, and then I'm going to talk lots about TFCon, but I, I do want to mention up front on that subject that one of the things I picked up at TFCon uh, was a loose Japanese version of the recent uh, Mind Wipe, specifically because it's Halloween season and he's spooky. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> ooh, a bat! That's right, there's this bat. He is seasonally appropriate. I have too much money. I will buy him. Uh, so yeah, uh, I have been to TFCon. It was super exciting and fun. Uh, and I have, uh, I return with a little bit of third party news and lots of observations about the current state of the, the fandom and also the toy market. Uh, but first we have some other stuff to discuss. So let's get through that real quick. Uh, one of the things that we we talked about uh that was from New York Comic Con was that they didn't seem to have mm-hmm. any studio series. Uh but Yeah, we did say that. I guess time. they were just saving them for later conventions, uh, because MCM London mm. uh they did have some studio series stuff to show up, uh I guess more of the Devastator. Again, neither of us are particularly excited about movie toys, so it's not something that we are going to now proceed to spend a bunch of time talking about. Uh, no, but it's but- neat because they, they finally had the Devastator a combined version, although some parts were in like weird blue prototype colors. They hadn't finished the last parts, but hey, you can finally get them all together eventually at some point out of like many, many toys to combine. Oh, the God, he's so expensive for a combiner, but they should have. He looks neat <laughs> if you love the movie toys, but they should have trolled I'm, everyone I'm by, uh, they should have trolled everyone by making the test shot in Constructicon yellow and purple. <laughs> uh, yeah, in, in the neon, the, the green, yellow something it would have been neater also there were uh there were already people uh jokingly asking at tfcon uh when we would get the third party upgrade kit simply called enemy scrotum (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was like the the second picture i saw of that somebody had drawn on like the completed details of the wrecking ball (laughs) testicles See, this is the problem. It's like when I was I was uh, talking about that Revel Tech Optimus Prime I got. It's like every cool thing that comes out of the movie stuff is actually primarily associated with some super stupid and embarrassing thing that actually happened in the movie. So it's like it's yeah. great that this is very cool, but what it's actually like the actual movie was not great. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's exciting for people who wanted studio series to be continuing so good job there uh also uh there were more uh there were some more bot bots uh bot bots is continuing uh i i am glad that there continue to uh not be too many poop themed bot bots considering uh the current state of <laughs> that entire like blind package children toys children's toys market uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> me and and some of my friends have realized just go in that aisle at some point especially the girly stuff for some reason and just look at it and and then look closer and see that it's actually what you think it is saying it is uh, <laughs> yeah the the unicorn poop and, and things that that's starting to get a little weird it's very weird it's extremely weird uh, uh so fortunately bot bots is stopping short of being quite that bad uh however they do have chase ones that are gold now which seems kind of neat uh i don't know it's just kind of doing yeah. what happens when you get to this point of a line like that where you're just sort of doing kind of kind of random stuff and just keep chugging along yeah i I think there were pictures of like how the next few waves are going to come out. They're like changing the package. So more of them are blind packed, which mm -hmm. didn't sound good. Yeah. It, I mean, at least for, for those people we know who are trying to collect all of them. Yeah. That is going to be, that's going to be inconvenient. Extremely frustrating. Uh, and I mean, that's bot bots are definitely like, they're a fun thing. Like, I was at Target the other day picking up some other stuff and I saw they had refilled them. So I look up a list real quick and I find, oh, this one, you know, is like the the cupcake unicorn. And I hadn't gotten around to getting one that was the cupcake unicorn. So I'll grab this for three dollars. Uh, there were uh, a decent number of dealers at TFCon who just had like little like, you know, pencil boxes of loose bot bots for three to five dollars so there there is that yeah. option i've also seen on people's twitter listings uh so that's an option if you're one of the spreadsheet people who is trying to go through and figure out how to get that you know those last blind packed ones it it does seem like you know we're not exactly doing schoolyard trading here but but it looks like there is at least a little bit of uh of people selling off individuals now so that's good uh, also, uh, more Cyberverse toys. Uh, we're getting Clobber. We're getting an ultra class Clobber. Yes. So Clobber is the one I, I very briefly Yay. mentioned before as basically just being like a female version of Lugnut from Animated and not even a little bit like complete with the, the same color scheme and the mono eye and the whole thing. Yeah, like the, the, the toy is even more ridiculously Lugnut than I thought. Although, it doesn't transform into a plane, it transforms into a tank, but like the bot mode is like 90% just lug nut yeah. with <laughs> lips and slightly different details. Yes, it's great. I'm, I'm pretty exciting. It's great. That yeah. She's getting a great big old toy. Uh, actually, she does at least like if, if you look up any news posting that's got the stock pictures like the optimus prime's legs don't seem to separate and we're on that level of of toy with these with the kids toy yeah. versus you know older <laughs> eight eight years old and up level of toys yeah the 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 optimus didn't look that great do, do those have like auto transformation things like they just jump up or something because they look really simple it it looks like at least the prime did they're very simple yeah i don't i mean i'm looking at my favorite one which we will get to in just a second uh, and it doesn't look like he auto transforms yes. but it looks like it's an extremely simplified transformation uh so i guess that if anyone mm. was concerned because they have like a seven-year-old who isn't a cyberverse and they wanted them to 
make sure they were continuing to make that level of toy. Uh, it does look like those are still available, which is good. I don't think these things should only be for kids, but it does look like yeah, no, Clobber I, I, at least has separating legs and some articulation. They're really simple, but the problem with a lot of the regular, like, classic, or what are the Siege toys, like, some of them are annoyingly complex in spots, and, like, I was just fiddling with a brunt, and I had to get out a knife I have on my desk to open letters to pry open a part of it to transform him. Yeah, I've... Because my fingernail wasn't long I've enough. I've got a... I keep them kind of long. Pocket knife with a blade screwdriver blade I tend to, to use for that. It's That's a problem. And it's not great when, you know, that's one thing if it's like your higher end toys that they expect to be being used by someone who carries a pocket knife around. But yeah, that's kind of annoying for the mainline toys. Uh, they, there's a, there's a shockwave. <laughs> I, I felt a little. Yes, the shockwave is. <laughs> I felt a little subtweeted there about the, just posting a picture. Like TF Wiki posted a picture that was just his upgraded angry head. I was like, I feel, I feel subtweeted here. Uh, but yeah, they've got these little like clear plastic armor things that flip over and his increases the, the angry eye intensifies. Like, I mean, I, I kind of hate that he's just this simple spider tank that really has no articulation or detail really or maybe one of them does because there's like six different versions of the same thing yeah Ah, so many spider tank shockwaves but this one looks i don't know if it's the best but that angry eye is the best (laughs) like i i already have one of the versions but i'm probably going to get that one just for the eye because it's a great little weird detail he's even angrier now uh, yeah, there's a hot rod. I'm going to just continue holding out hope that that uh, proper warrior class line or whatever, or I guess just deluxe, the proper deluxe line has to be getting a hot rod, so I'll hold out for that. Uh, but it does kind of, the clobber does kind of look like she's more engineered in line with the the main figure line and just scaled up because she she big. She common. Yeah, she's uh, an ultra class. Yes. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty exciting that there is a little bit more of that stuff, uh, even though most of what was announced was the more kid-centric part of that line. Uh, so uh, other little little bits from here and there around the internet. Uh, we mentioned before, uh, I think a couple months ago now, uh, Viz is going to be putting out the the Transformers manga, the G1 manga, uh, in U.S. stores, uh, presumably translated into English, yes. because, because yes. Uh, but, well, yes, yes. but uh, volume two has gone up for pre-order on Amazon. Uh, they are, each volume is going to be $25 a piece, uh, and those should start shipping. Uh, currently, Volume 1 is listed to ship in February next year. Uh, it looks like Volume 2... Uh, yeah, uh, Volume 2 is listed for May. So those should be showing up next year, and then we can all learn about uh, the the small chew- the small human child that Deathsaurus also adopted. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> in the manga, 
both of the leaders had a small human child. Actually, that's that's where Lysak is from. Yes. So, so yes, also you get spoilers for the end of the Victory manga, which is, you know, like 30 years old now, but you find out that the Destrons have this home world where they have, like, their wives and sisters and children, and they're, like, adorable little, lots and lots of children. adorable little dinosaur creatures, and it's, it's very cute, so I'm kind of looking forward to that. Uh, so, uh, also, uh, other, other last little dregs of news, uh, there is a new, a, a new old watch transformer that no one knew about before someone was talking about it on YouTube. Uh, so that's kind of exciting. Uh, if you go to... Yeah, that's, it's, it's weird to find, like, it, it, it's just weird, like, it's a side, it's a side of a side toy, it's... The watches, which we knew there were a bunch of them, but like to discover a toy that existed 30 years ago now accidentally because someone found it and put it on a YouTube video. It's just so weird. Yeah, this is like it's like this is what else are we going to discover in the future? We thought we'd found everything. Yeah, this is like the stuff everyone had been looking. I'm used to finding in like. Then, you know, like 1994, we were making these sorts of discoveries. I'm not used to us making these kind of discoveries yeah. in 2019. We should know all of this already. Yeah, finding an old, an old Toya catalog, like in the early days of the internet, or even 15, even 10 years ago, but like to still discover new Transformers that actually came out now is weird. Yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting. So, so that I'm sure you know, follow the TF wiki. If you're not following the TF wiki on Transformers or on uh, Twitter, what are you even doing here? Uh, so that's exciting. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, one thing that came up before, well, something that came up since last time we talked, but then is also updated now, is that apparently it came out that a player spent $150,000 on Transformers Earth Wars, uh, the mobile game, which of course has lots and lots of microtransactions. However, apparently they weren't able to save the publisher because as of like this week, apparently Hasbro decided to shut down the publisher. Uh, they're saying the game is going to continue running. Uh, so presumably, you know, servers are still up. Uh, apparently they still have a GI, the studio still yeah. has a GI Joe game they're working on. Uh, but that particular game publisher got uh, shut down after Hasbro bought them for millions of dollars last year. So I guess that dude should have spent more on microtransactions. Yeah, that 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 seems to be what what happens when people buy small publishers. They they produce a thing, and whether it works or not, they just close the company afterwards. Yeah, I, I do. I do not understand game publishing anymore. I it's a very weird business. It's not great. But yeah, holy crap! How do you spend that much? Like I. Well, uh, it, it's weird that, like, that we even got the numbers for this thing because most companies do not put out their microtransaction levels and things and how much people buy, how many whales they collect to get money from. But th this is on a one, a little cell phone game. Yeah, the they fuck? just dropped that mention at like a, a conference, and it's it's ridiculous, you know. I saw a post on, on Twitter that, that was a Steam review that perfectly summed up these gotcha games, the ones where you 
you know, have you, you get basically like the, the card equivalent of a gotcha machine. Uh, it was basically the, the Steam review said like 600 something hours played. The review itself, the first line was like, this is my favorite game ever. But then it also said not recommended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's... Yeah, that, that's pretty much everyone I know who really plays gotcha games and stuff. So it's like, yes. Yeah, it's like collecting things, pictures and stuff. Do, do not recommend. Yeah, they're like, this is amazing and I'm absolutely addicted to it. Do not do it. But the best review I've ever seen is... A GIF I found yesterday, or was it today, uh, from manga pictures of a happy little girl, and then they roll, and it's a slot machine, and then she's very sad. <laughs> that explains gotcha. It, 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 it's a slot machine that, even if you win, you lose. Yeah, it's it's something that Which, I... Although, although, admittedly, I have recently started playing uh, Gundam Battle Online 2 on the PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. And that's a gotcha game, but I'm not spending money on it. I'm just doing some daily quest thingies, and, but it's a first-person shooter, so uh-huh. I'm not good at it. Plus, my internet scene, it, like, I I don't play that many online fighting games and shooting things, but I played, like, Team Fortress 2, mm-hmm. and my connection was okay, and I was... Pretty, I thought I got pretty damn good. I got all the trophies for the first War of mm-hmm. Cybertron game, so it was good enough for that. But man, it is so bad in this Gundam game. Half the matches I disconnect at the beginning, or I disconnect at the end before I get the results, so it doesn't count as a win. That's yeah, not a loss or anything. That's not great. It's it's weirdly horrible. I don't know why. That's yeah. That's but that's not Transformers related. Anyway, I mean, next. it's robots. It's close enough. I declare it close enough for. A few seconds. So I guess as as far as news goes at TFCon, so TFCon now that now that we don't have like a Hasbro run convention where we have a lot of official news, uh, what we get at TFCon well, we is do, but we don't have a Transformers specific one, and it's just actually have we had an announcement of the next Hasbro Con thingy? Probably not. Hascon. Or just the next convention they're going to have a presence at. Because, I mean, they did have official stuff at this MCM London. Yeah. But they don't, like, announce all the stuff at BotCon, because there is no BotCon anymore. They killed it. They murdered it. Uh, But we do get... For good reason. Yeah. We do get third-party news, though. Uh, So I I was there. I went to their third-party panel. Uh... They had uh, a couple of the uh, sellers, a couple of the shops that had a presence there, uh, had teamed up with some of the third-party manufacturers to do some exclusives. Uh, So there was a G2-inspired Mirage, uh, which was actually the last one to sell out. Now, I don't know if they... People just actually wanted Senator Ratbat from IDW or a bulkhead not made of... (laughs) Yes. Not based on any specific bulkhead, just like the essence of bulkhead more than they wanted that Mirage. I felt kind of bad for him. What? Well, because well, the, the Mirage is, is bright and neon and it's kind of neat, but it's more of a conversation piece than like Senator Ratbat is cool. Plus that mold is really neat. And, and having a G1 bulkhead is a thing a lot of people want. Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely see all that. Uh, I was tempted by the Senator Ratbat. Uh, I was kind of tempted by the Mirage. Uh, but as it turned out, 
Uh, I was picking up two mirages for friends, and they were one per person, so that was one for me and one for the person who was kind enough to be standing in line with me while I was doing this. Uh, so it, it it was what it was. My heart's not broken that I didn't get one, but I that rat bat does look pretty sweet. And rat bat's an asshole. He's such yeah. an asshole. Uh, <laughs> so uh, there were... The thing about all of any time they have these big third party upcoming toy things is you always get a couple things that are like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And then you get 15 Bruticuses. Uh, and that was. Yeah, there's a too too many combiners of any kind. It's no. Uh, there was more of the weird side stuff, more of the. Um... Decepticon Justice Division equivalent. Well, weird side stuff, has, you say. Has has anyone has anyone made a third party rung? That Hasbro got to him first, and everyone keeps forgetting that Hasbro is well, putting one out because he's wrong, and you forget him. I know, I know, we're getting a first party one, and he's a tiny, and I'm going to get him if I ever see him. But but like I'm so kind of surprised. Like I don't remember ever seeing a third party rung. No. I've seen like uh, well, custom rung heads to stick on other toys that you have to repaint. Yeah, lots of those. Uh, yeah, I don't remember seeing a rung. It's just for it. some reason, and and that's fine. I mean, it. But uh, well, well, I'll I'll jump ahead. Then I'll go away from my list here. Uh, one thing that there was actually a prototype of. Did you see the pictures? And I I posted these. Plug my Twitter. Uh, Wrecker Gen. Mm-hmm. Uh. They had the unpainted prototype of a extremely more than meets the eye chrome dome. Yes, that I, I have not thought about getting a third party toy in quite a while, but that looks really good. It it does look really good. It's you know, he's the funny thing is he's about as tall I have the Mastermind Creations uh co captain set as I call it. Uh they were not sold together, but Rodimus and Megatron. Uh, and he looks like he is about the right height. He's about as tall as Rodimus, but he's only going to be about $80, which I think is slightly like maybe 5 or $10 less than Rodimus. And the thing is, he's super spindly because that's how Chrome Dome's design in that series was, especially, yeah. you know, in, in hey, yeah, he's, he's very spindly. He's got his little like hip. He's chest and shoulders yeah. and- Wheels. He's got his little hip cylinder things, and he's got the big wheels. Uh, yeah, those are weird. I, I'm kind of surprised they they ke- they kept the little cylinders because they're they're like little oil cans on his waist. Yeah, I mean it's it's an extremely loyal uh, adaptation of the design. Uh, and I checked in on on Twitter. Uh, I follow one of the like deco people for MMC. And I was like, he's getting the CD on his shoulders, right? And they were like, yes, he absolutely. <laughs> I was yes. like, the one of the things that the designer was like, you have to put this. This detail needs to be there. So yeah, I mean, it didn't show if he's going to have like extra hands or anything, but I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but yeah, that was really cool, and it sort of. I mean, we we all are like everybody's very sad that IDW just like completely jettisoned all that stuff and shifted gears but i mean here we are what's our main complaint about the main transformers line right now is it keeps being 1985 so there's no reason that certain third-party groups can't just continue being 2015 you know 
<laughs> so yeah. that that material is not going away. Those characters are not going away. So keep making that stuff. You know, I I will absolutely get that Chrome Dome. He's like my avatar character in that series. So uh, so that was that was exciting to see that we're still getting that sort of IDW based stuff, and everybody hasn't just you know derailed off into Bruticus. Uh, speaking of wacky stuff, uh, so Nonef, uh, that's spelled N-O-N-N-E-F, uh, they mostly do, like, add-on kits. Uh, there's a G2 Sideswipe kit for Siege that I plan on ordering as soon as, uh, that's back in stock. Uh, they are doing a deluxe scale steak bot inspired by the bot bot stuff. <laughs> so a, a, sort of a bot bot's yeah, commander. <laughs> Yeah, it it's neat. It's it's uh, it's so big. It, it'll it'll stand out way too much with the bot. That's because it's that's the command. It's neat, but uh, there is a really very nice looking, and actually, uh, it's it's fairly small. It's only uh, there was a sample one in the display case, so it's only maybe like Marvel Legends size as a robot. Uh, but there is uh, Mohawk from the last night, uh, the the motorcycle Decepticon with with the mohawk, uh, <laughs> which is pretty cool. I am sort of curious, like, what complications, like, what legal complications you might be asking for trouble with once you start doing movie stuff, but I guess there has been, hasn't there been some third-party movie stuff so far that I haven't noticed because I don't care about movie toys? Probably. So. Yeah, yeah I, I, that's the thing. I, I don't see them really or i don't know their third party i just see oh it's a movie toy i don't have okay right so i mean it it did look really nice though it looked like a really good little toy of that one dude from the last night who probably died like five minutes after being introduced uh there is uh (laughs) there continues to be a third party company called banana force that is not premiering with an optimus primal Uh, let's see, there was some, the Iron Factory stuff was, uh, there, there are a couple really interesting, uh, just very Japanese inspired ones. Uh, they're doing a bludgeon that has a spider tank mode, your favorite. Spider tanks. Well. It's the new H tank. (laughs) I I think I'd rather a good spider tank than an H tank. We had a shitload of H tanks for a while. Yeah. Spider tank. Give, give me good articulated legs. Or at least uh, rip and... off the spider tanks from Ghost in the Shell. Maybe. That'd be kind of neat. So, uh, both Mastermind Creations and Iron Factory are finishing out their DJDs. Uh, we didn't see, I, I haven't seen Iron Factory announcing a, a nickel or the pet yet. Uh, Mastermind Creations does have um, those coming out. Uh, actually, those were thought, available. Yeah, already. somebody made a nickel recently. Yeah, Mastermind Creations. Yeah, I, think so. I, I think I've seen. Mastermind Creations are the bigger ones, and then Iron Factory are the little, the small scale yeah. ones. Uh, so yeah, those want, and actually, I want the nickel, but I don't really want a a accurate to the comic one. I want like a Hasbro cheaper version. I want her smaller and more adorable instead of having she's already, a shitload of like little detailed like, keys and whatever so on her waist. Small. Whatever they were, she's so yeah. she's so small and adorable. But yeah, actually, come to think of those, those were already on sale. 
and then we had a I had to have a brief discussion with with the people I was hanging out with over who those those other two DJD guys are, you know, the big ones. What are their names again? Yeah. Oh, right. Now I've already forgotten. Uh, yeah, Helix the, and Tesserus. Uh, uh, there, there's but, the guy with the blender in his belly, and then there's the guy with the X yes. on his face. Or those are the same guys. Yes. Helix, okay, much much like I have always remembered that Skywarp is the one who is not blue like the sky, uh, Helix is the one who does not have the X on his face. <sighs> James Roberts. <laughs> so now you know... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, both of those companies are going to be finishing out their DJDs, uh, and they, they both look really good. It just depends on whether you have a, a shelf or like an entire entertainment center to be displaying them <laughs> in. Uh, it's just, just a matter of how much space you have. Uh, speaking of space, the big, the big reveal, like the big oh, mic the big drop, one. the big reveal right at the there. end of the show, uh, the one that I'm just not going to bother looking for an apartment because I'm just going to buy one and move into it uh, is a a Fortress Maximus. It's going to be about four foot tall, basically. Think of it as the the Cerebros is going to be uh, masterpiece car scaled. Yeah, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. I think it was forty two <laughs> inches or something. I- I remember seeing a picture that it's like, it's as tall as two, um, Cybertron Unicrons or, or no, Armada Unicrons. It's, so it's like, it, it's big. I mean, all we had at this point was just the like concept art. So nothing production yeah. yet, but it's ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's the upcoming third party stuff. It's pretty exciting. Uh, if if you like the DJD, uh, like I said, it's it's good to see that the IDW stuff, even though we're not getting more stories along those lines, it's not being like completely thrown out. Uh, like mm. you said, uh, Rung has the Rung is coming out. Uh, I accidentally, accidentally, I actually, uh, I think it was uh, David Willis had tweeted that Big Bad to let people know that Big Bad Toy Store had him and his wave mate up on pre-order and I went ahead and added them to my pre-orders oh, uh, just I so I don't forget about him and then don't buy kind him. I kind of forgot about that. Uh, I should do that. I forgot about that. Or I didn't see that. Yeah. Because I, I also spent the entire convention, I mean not the entire convention because the dealer room was only so big and after a certain point you give up but there was a lot of stuff yeah. stuffed in there. But I was looking for Titan's Return Twin Twist, uh, who is the the tail ender of the Jump Starters, and it just no one had him. A couple people said they had had them like ten minutes before, uh, so that is a very good lesson in ordering those tail enders, pre-ordering them from online stores. Don't don't wait around on tail enders because there there were like. So many, there are still lots of G1 jump starters, and I was very tempted to just pick up a pair of G1 jump starters for $30 and just forget about the new ones. <laughs> no, the, the new ones are, the new ones are pretty damn good. I like them. Well, the, I the new ones are also, the, the G1 ones, they just don't jump start. They look a lot the same, but they have articulation. They're so good. They're good yes. little boys. I did find a place on Sunday, one of the dealers pulled out the Japanese version, except then I would have had Mm -hmm. to rebuy 
topspin is the Japanese one because the blue was different enough it would have bothered me and that oh, would have been a hundred dollars for the pair and at that point just why I'll wait for eBay or somebody's Twitter sales thread or something hmm. uh, so yeah don't don't hold out on those tailenders I okay so thoughts from the dealer room and this is just kind of thoughts on the the transformers collectible aftermarket as a whole uh, I think the biggest most significant thing that I noticed as far as trends go is that uh, it really felt for the longest time like Japanese G1 had just completely dried up and it was out in force this time. Uh, I saw a Raiden gift set at uh, one dealer had it, I believe 1600. Uh, fun fact, the Raiden gift set was the first toy, the first Transformer to break four figures on eBay. Uh, back in like the very, very late 90s and like 98, 99, uh, there was a Raiden gift set that went for over $1,000. And that was the first Transformers thing to, to break $1,000 on eBay. Uh, a, a trend, I actually saw a couple, at least one Black Zarek. I want to say some other table had one too. Uh, which is a good way to spend a couple thousand dollars on <laughs> hurting yourself because he he is a very expensive oh, toy the, with severe gold plastics. Yeah, in the Japanese one. Yeah, I forgot about him. He, he's a shatter boy. Yeah, yeah. So that's something you maybe want to consider not spending that much money on. Uh, I saw. There a couple places actually. I had seen it in in the dealer room, but then later I was coming back into the hotel from going out and getting lunch, and there's a Panera in the lobby, and I look over and there's just a guy sitting alone in the Panera with a G1 Star Saber on his table, and I'm like, that's. <laughs> I understand this person. That's that's an entire mood right there. Just a loose G1 Star Saber. Uh, there was a little bit of loose Japanese stuff, but there was a lot of box stuff, and I don't... I actually uh, I brought this up to uh, Headmaster Don from over at RFC, cool. uh, because I spent some time uh, hanging out with the RFC people this weekend, some people from Steel City Bots. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun, uh, but his theory is basically just that a lot of the big deal collectors are dying off, and these are literally just like the collections Probably. of people who have passed well, away, which is definitely and that's part, part of, of the it. thing. Or people are just selling their collections as they move on. Or yeah, I mean stuff. But, I but yeah, we're getting to the age where some big collectors are probably just dying off, or collectors in Japan too. Yeah. So so yeah, there. But you know, it's it that is what it is. Uh, oh, one of the and this this is an appropriate seg here, but one of the big exciting third party things uh, is that someone is doing a Minerva for Master Force and it does look very oh, yeah. very cute she's got she even has the thing with her chest flipping down and like you know doing the whole headmaster thing and and she's got the head oh, the text and, thing. Neat. yes and and she looks really good uh which is good because I I took a photo and posted it uh to to my friends over in our uh, not the podcast Discord, but a different Discord. Uh, and I had actually just been meaning to say, hey, look at how much you can spend on this Black Zarek if you want to cause yourself a great deal of anguish. Uh, but 
<laughs> someone noticed that, uh, and also uh, looking at some pictures from uh, big Transformers person, Chris McFeely, who is currently on vacation in Japan and posting pictures about that on uh, his Twitter account. But Minerva, apparently G1 Minerva, uh, someone Transformer Land specifically, I know because their price stickers were branded, uh, had a Minerva for $2,750 at, uh, Which is at TFCon. Ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. I, I guess it makes sense because... Maybe that may not have been a great seller originally in Japan, and it was only in Japan, but it's, um, well, it's about time to make a new one, Hasbro, please, or Takara. Yeah. She always Other had than just a the third lot. Party ones. But she always had a lot of, I mean, she, she was always like a sought after character because she was the girl. Uh, she was really the first toy that was sold as a girl one. Uh, and it wasn't until we got Transmetal Air Razor that we actually got a female figure that had been designed as a female figure. Uh, because even the and first black Rackney toy was a just... boy because Japan. Yes. Yeah, uh, well. Well, Minerva was already Japan turning Nightbeat into a girl, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and that's the thing is the toy is just a, a white Nightbeat. It's just a white Red Cross marked Nightbeat. Yeah, with, with a different head, it's, it's. I don't think the head's even really different. I th- I think it is. I think like the faceplate is different. Uh huh. But I'm not. I don't not know. But maybe 100 percent positive on that. But it's yeah. It's like it's not a great. It's an okay toy. It's not a great toy. And oh, and no, the picture. We need a new one. The the photo from Chris McFeely uh, has one marked at uh, four hundred thousand yen, uh, which the quickie base calculation would bring it to approximately four thousand dollars so that's that's a lot of money that's uh that's a lot of money to get a a white night beat uh so yeah that's something that maybe while hasbro's doing crazy japanese stuff maybe they might want to think about doing that uh so yeah that's i was surprised to see that out of the market uh I felt like BotCon stuff could be had for a reasonable amount of money this time around. Uh, um, I know not some of the I ones. Personally... Not some of the ones I would have been interested in, or we would have been interested <laughs> in. The, the ones, the shattered <laughs> okay. glass ones that are tied to Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad Gridman. Yes, those are still expensive, but other ones, I, yes, are reasonable. I did price. send. Uh, I I sent you that photo of the uh, the SG Megatron and Rodimus pair for six hundred and fifty dollars, yes. and you were like, Which no. I, <laughs> I was also like, no. I had to say no because it's no, no, no. That that's too much. Even if I wanted, it's too much. Which yeah. is the same reason I have not bought a classics cliff jumper because it would tempt me to get the rest of them. <laughs> Nope, you're uh, going to get all of them. You're going to get all of them I, and like I, it. I have Shattered Glass, Shockwave, and uh, Ravage. That that's good. I, I oh Soundwave, Soundwave and Ravage. <laughs> like, that's, that's good. I, I have Soundwave and uh, Ravage. I 
I spent a lot of the convention get, being very excited about Gridman and having uh, people <laughs> be like, word. what is this thing you keep going on about? And me being like, it's Transformers, basically. And seeing one person at the convention with a Gridman t-shirt and stopping my conversation yes. with Jack Lawrence so I could attack him. Uh, so, <laughs> so Ooh, I was... should get a Gridman shirt. That's... that's something to spend better money on i I need gridman stuff (laughs) but yeah convention stuff i i personally i i had mega zarek was one of the ones from otfcc that i had sold during my big collection purge uh and i ended up repurchasing one that was not only extremely sealed it was more sealed than it had ever come from the convention as uh because it was also shrink wrapped uh, but on top of okay. that, also, the bubble itself was taped up, which was, you know, the box itself was never sealed. And I know because I was with 3H when we were boxing those. Uh, but the <laughs> the bubble came taped shut and that one still had the bubble taped shut. And that was $100. Oh, that was good. Because that, that um, convention, Megazark, is like... One of the most beautiful Transformers that's ever been produced. The colors on that are just mwah, perfect. Yeah, I had I had been looking at it and I had been thinking about it. And then I went to Aaron Archer's panel where Aaron Archer was talking about all his design stuff. I was like, no, I need that toy. Because I feel like mm-hmm. Armada Megatron as a toy is like the it's laser great. prime of its generation. You know, it's like yeah. the pinnacle of engineering of that era of of the series uh, and that is the most absolutely beautiful one and actually i mentioned that to aaron later and he said he had had megazeric on his shelf for a long time uh, because it's just such a pretty it's it's that great engineered toy and then on top of that it's like the the most beautiful deco you could possibly put on that toy yeah uh, so yeah that was convention stuff in general was a little better but there were some pieces uh that were still pretty pricey uh there was i i feel like there were a lot of uh a lot of sellers out there who really bought way too much of the last like three or four years worth of toys and they don't understand that they need to discount that stuff now like when every (laughs) table has like four titans return rodimuses maybe you should not be asking thirty dollars for them maybe you're not going to get thirty dollars for them so there was there was a lot of like wave one wave two titans return stuff uh and then there were a I, I felt like it was almost the return of bins that had like actual G one stuff in it. Like I just reached down talking to someone hmm. at one point and just pull out a junker G one Scorpionok. Uh and, and it seemed like there's a, a good return to that sort of stuff. So it was you know, I I feel like the market is pretty healthy right now. Uh I don't feel like there's anything that is going to be absolutely po- impossible to get. Uh it's stuff is still, you know, like I ended up paying $25 for a loose Alpha Bravo, which seems a little crazy mm-hmm. because he's, yeah, he's the sad, unwanted aerial but... bot. Well, people wanted 50 for him carded. <laughs> Jeez, no. Yeah, that's, the, well, I, I, I think that might be an eBay problem that people are trying and sometimes get more than, than these toys should be worth. 
Yeah. I mean, that's always kind of been a thing, and I'm sure that's part of the problem with, with a twin twist. I guess, but like $25 loose for a yeah. toy that wasn't even that much. Re- no, it, it, especially since there were <laughs> lots of him. No, yeah. It's not like he was and rare. He's, it's not that old. But, but you know, that was... And especially since after the other ones came out, people are getting rid of him. He should be like 15 or less. But, you yeah. know, well, if he's the, the the one little aerial bot you're missing, it's it's okay. It's just, yeah. it It was fine. I, I could afford it. And, you know, it's yeah. nice seller who's been around for a while. Uh, at, at one point, uh, John Runsky, who uh, is a guy who has been selling at BotCon since the earliest days and also lives in the D.C. metro area. Uh, so I, like, back in my early 20s, I would just run into him when I was out toy hunting. Uh, and at one point, I was standing near the edge of the table talking to some friends, and he just needed to come around. He was like, excuse me, Jen. And the person I was talking to was like, are you just on a first name basis with literally everyone here? <laughs> <laughs> it's like kind of kind of uh but but yeah it was it was a good show there was there was a lot of good stuff to be had uh some good deals i ended up getting my masterpiece star saber for 165 uh i got a road rage uh she was not sealed uh but she was basically collector owned she was being sold by someone who was just cleaning out his collection i got her for 25 dollars which is crazy cheap uh i I haven't gotten to transforming her but she's in very good shape and i asked the guy i was like what's the catch and he said basically the the knockoff market has hit her value and and the value of a lot of masterpiece stuff really hard you've got a lot of people who would just rather buy the knockoff than pay full price for the masterpiece stuff so there were some pretty good deals to be had on you know takara masterpiece stuff so that's that's also a a market uh trend there is that the the masterpiece car stuff is maybe not going as much as it could be because of the knockoff market people don't don't support knockoffs like that that's the that's the not cool kind of third party stuff that's that's not good I, I would guess part of the problem is that you you do not know it's a third party until you get the thing in your hands. Because uh, the, there's yeah. a, a similar thing of like um, Figmas and, and uh, Nendoroids sometimes. If you're searching for older ones, you might end up with third party versions. Or at least if you're getting like Hatsune Miko and things, more popular Yeah, stuff. at one point I was looking at getting uh, Lucina from Fire Emblem uh, and I realized that there sure were an awful lot of those on ebay for really good prices from china yeah and i was like nope so so yeah that's china seller is usually the number one giveaway but that that's not always true yeah so try to buy this stuff from reputable dealers uh, that's that's really the best way to go. Try not to support that kind of knockoffs. Uh, you, in this case, are hurting your like fellow collectors, not just Takara. Uh, so so yeah, that was sort of the the market trends at the show. Uh, I guess the closest thing I picked up from news. Uh, this wasn't something that was like, I maybe this has been announced already. Uh, but it he wasn't like, oh, don't don't tell anybody, but. Uh, but when I was talking to Jack Lawrence, uh, you know, artist from Lost Light, 
basically just telling how much it meant to me, like, that we had a gay artist, an openly gay artist, working on the series that had basically normalized gayness in Transformers. Uh, and and I said, oh I hope God, that- have have you s- you didn't know? Did, did, <laughs> oh, so are you just many, talking about his art? So many pictures of art he drew, well, that other people drew, just like oh, just commissioned the art of like gay Transformers. It was so happy. Yes, so, it was all just... over my Twitter for a couple days. He does every, you know, after every convention he's at, everybody's posting their commissions from him and they're all just so heartfelt and just, I, I think James Roberts, uh, posted a comment calling it the, the, uh, Jack Lawrence gaze, as in G-A-Z-E, uh, just the, the way the <laughs> characters are just looking at each other. Uh, and, uh, I said, I hope that he was going to be working on some stuff in the future. I know Alex Milne is lined up for some galaxy stuff and he said he should have something coming out in February, uh, with Transformers. So, so good to know that, you know, he's, I, again, as, as I've said before, as a writer, it always kind of breaks my heart when I see all the artists coming back and all the writers getting kind of pushed off the table but still i i am happy to see some of those artists coming back and and doing some work uh so so yeah that was i had a lot of fun (laughs) yeah yay uh there is good good. and you told people about our podcast so yay hello hello, new listeners Presumably. I told so many people about our podcast, uh, and so I do intend over the course of this week uh, to be spending some time uh, tweaking the website and getting it all up to date and looking a little more presentable. Uh, yeah, but, we should do yeah. a few more things. Like we we never actually put bios on the website yet. We we we, we talked about that months ago. That'll, that'll yeah. happen eventually. There's there's one part that always comes up that I kind of feel like might just best served with a be best served with a wiki link, uh, a a link to the wiki page in question. Uh, But but yeah, that's yeah, it was it was good. I I did. I plugged the you would be so proud of how much I plugged the podcast and and told people, (laughs) oh, you know, something would come up and I'd be like, oh, when we talked about that on on our show. It was this and that. Yeah, because you know, I, we... I mentioned that, like, in a couple things, like, are you, are you plugging the podcast? Because you didn't tell me, oh, there's going to be a podcast panel and you're going to be at it. Because like, yes. oh, okay, I guess that covers yes. things. But <laughs> you didn't, yes, I didn't find that uh, out until, like, Sunday. It's like, oh, okay. But good. Yes, yeah. Uh, Eric uh, Cronover, uh, Eric Crowbar on Twitter, uh, whose Twitter profile is all about Bisque. Uh, he, he's one of the younger members of the fandom and he put together a podcast roundtable at the beginning and the end of the convention. Uh, that was basically, you know, we, we mentioned what podcasts we worked on, but also it was just having a conversation about the show as we would if we were recording a podcast episode about it. Uh, so that, that was really good. It was, uh, me and him and someone else from Steel City Bots and then a couple of RFC people, uh, like I mentioned, hanging out with Headmaster Don a bit. Uh, Brian Kilby wasn't actually on the panel, but he was in the audience, uh, and he was around. Uh, a lot of Diecast, I think, showed up for the Sunday. Diecast was on the Sunday panel. Uh, and Melvar was there too, uh, all uh, RFC people. So yeah, we need to have more presents. You need to come to the next one. Let's go to Orlando. I, well, um, Let's yeah, buy Rob a ticket to Orlando. Oh, Lord. Um, 
it's kind of hot, but yeah, I, I kind of do like, like you know, the convention. I did go to the BotCon down there. I'll, I'll come to a yeah. convention at some point. Yes. <laughs> there's always it, Canada. There's, there's a convention in Canada. It was, it was very excited. Maybe TFCon Toronto. Maybe we just need to go crash yeah. on Rob's floor and go to TFCon Toronto. I think, yeah. I, th- so, I think yeah, we did was... go to the last one. No. Yeah, I think so. Didn't, didn't represent the way I did though, but you know, it was, no. it was, it was very exciting. I plug the podcast a lot. If you're just listening to this, uh, I'm specifically trying not to drop too many names without specific instances because I don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, so if I saw you at the convention and you're listening, thank you so much for coming on here, following me on Twitter, listening to the podcast. I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you keep listening and I hope you keep liking what you hear. Uh, so. That's it. I'm going to call it a wrap for the week. Uh, we will talk about comics uh, in a later episode because we have already gone on for longer than we ever intend to, yep. which is literally every single episode. Pretty much, yeah. Well, it would sidetrack in, in the convention stuff. It's easier to get sidetracked this time. But yeah, com- Ooh, we'll talk about comics so at some point, maybe next week, where we have a uh, few to talk about. I think... Uh, Oh no, the, the the regular comic is monthly now, so we don't have to talk about issue 14 yet. We just have to talk about 12 and 13 next time. Yep, I think I just we 13. We, no, okay. 12 was the Nautica one. Oh, right, yeah, that was, that was better. <laughs> this, oh, 13 has Alex Milnart. I was so happy. I was yes. reading it slower because I was stopping to, stopping reading and just looking at all the background characters. It's like, oh, that one's cute. Ooh, that's a good fan character. <laughs> I was Oh hey, thinking... the Decepticon Justice Division are in this comic. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, is that Alex Milne Bumblebee? And then I was like, that is extremely Alex Milne Ratchet. It's Siege Ratchet, but it's Alex Milne Ratchet. His just the body is Siege, but the head is one hundred percent more than meets the eye ratchet. And I, I like that. Speaking of Siege Ratchet Which... Definitely hoping to to find him soon. That was like the big thing. Every every convention, there's like some oh. toy everyone is looking for on the way. And this year it was Siege Ratchet. So looking is forward it, to getting that isn't toy. Is it like a Walgreens exclusive or something? It it literally is, yes. Weird. Oh, that's <laughs> well, annoying because I don't a, know where the hell there's a Walgreens around He's here. the doctor. He's the doctor. Yes, but first. I'm never going to see him. <laughs> I'll have to get him second hand. I can probably get one for you, so consider that a hookup because okay. I I'm pretty cool. sure my Walgreens still has like the the exclusive from last year. They might have had a brainstorm back there somewhere. Oh already it was the brainstorm was their exclusive, yeah. They they tend to hang around for a while, so I'm sure we can get you. Yeah, no, they there are I think we only have CVSs around here. I don't know where the fuck there's a Walgreens. <laughs> yeah, well, we we have enough Walgreens. I'll hook you up with one. Uh, and I'm not going to call that an open invitation to anybody listening because, you know, that would no. be a lot of ratchets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So that that's it for this week. Uh, to Again, to everyone I met at TFCon, I love every single one of you except for that one guy who is not going to be listening anyway. So screw that guy. Good night, everybody. Good night.
Iacon Underground Radio is hosted by IaconUnderground.net. We are listener-supported through Patreon, where you can help us cover the cost of running this show and our other podcast, Stasis Pod, at patreon.com slash IaconUnderground. We are on Twitter at IaconUG, Tumblr at IaconUnderground.tumblr.com, and Facebook at Facebook.com slash IaconUnderground.